Stephen Byrne on 2FM. Go! 2FM. What's up? Another week down, another week closer to freedom, hopefully. But anyway, this is Stephen Byrne. You can catch me every Saturday and Sunday on 2FM from 3 to 5 p.m. We like to talk to celebrities, uh, people with brand new movies out, people with brand new music out, and this week was no different. There were so many releases, and if you do tune into the show on the weekends, you'll know we do celebrate them by playing brand new music, and also uh, in the world of dance, Dave Tracy joins us every Saturday to bring us the top three dance tracks of the week, and of course the future select as well. Our track of the week was Villagers, with uh, his brand new song, which I love, honestly, if... (laughs) If he could just release the album now, please, I would be a very happy man. And I cannot wait for that show that he's going to be playing a little bit later on this year in December. Fingers crossed. It's called So Simpatico. Uh, So make sure you do check that out. Uh, Anyway, let's do the roundup of what happened on the show this week. Ava Max joined us to talk about her brand new single. And here's what happened. Ava, congratulations on the brand new track. How does it feel to be releasing music again? Really, really good. I'm just so happy to have new music out. It's always fun. Uh, I mean, this is a track that I guess is a very appropriate for the time that we're in. We are opening up as a world. Um, we are coming out of something which is incredibly difficult and we've all experienced together, maybe not all in the same boat, but in the same storm at least. Um, was that kind of the intent with this track? Oh my God, of course. I think at the end of the day, health is number one and we really learned mm. that this year. But I think this track is different than the rest and I'm really happy that it came out now. It's kind of the in-between because it's not a part of heaven and hell. It's not a part of the new era. Mm. It's just a great empowering record that I wanted to put out um, and it makes me dance. <laughs> Do you ever kind of like, I mean, this last year, we've all had moments to really process everything around us. Has it been a moment like that for you to really kind of sit back and go, whoa, look at these numbers, look at how far we've come? Because I know that you've kind of spoken in the past about, you know, your struggle to to get into the industry and, and how hard you fought for many years. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just exciting. It's exhilarating to know that all my work has has somewhat paid off, even though I have a lot of goals that I want to achieve and I and my bucket list, but it's just like, you know, I'm very grateful. What advice would you give to young people now? Because I know, um, you know, from a very early age, this was your dream and, and you're living it, which is wonderful. Um, and, you know, you moved around a lot. You, you, you took so many different stabs at trying to get into the industry. And here you are releasing music that is getting, like I said, billions of streams, the dream of so many people. And of course, the dream of young Ava as well. So mm-hmm. for a young person who's, you know, sitting there going, I want to be Ava Max. <laughs> what advice would you give them <laughs> in terms of persevering? Because I feel like that free when I when I read your story and, and, and you've spoken about it in the past, it always has felt like you you persevered. It's a tough one because I it was a hard, hard journey. And like I, I feel like a lot of people think it was an overnight success and super cycle, mm-hmm. but it was not. I nope. You know, when I look back, I think, oh, my God, I can't believe I kept going because just people were mean, you know, they were mean in the industry and they, they didn't want to give me a chance. And, and thank God for Circuit that I met and that he really helped me shape my sound. And he was there for me when I was no one, you know, when I didn't have any support. And so, like thanks to circuit that you need someone to believe in you in the beginning for sure in terms of writing the song how did it all come together and 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 was it one of those that you had to tease out or did it really come in a flash this song was quite easy actually it was during the pandemic last summer and i've had it for a year (laughs) believe it or not yeah i just i think the message was right during that time every time i cry i get a little stronger like we like you said we all feel like that during the pandemic and even now 
Um, you mentioned kind of uh, the idea of music becoming eras and and you know you've been around for a, a few years now but we still you know this has been the album this was the album um do you feel like you evolve naturally as an artist or do you are you always kind of aware and thinking of where do I need to go next what do I need to do next very aware I'm super aware I'm too aware I'm I'm, I'm insanely intuitive I'm an empath like I feel things I see things visually I visualize what I want like so yes I do I do plan it but not to an extent where it's messing up my mental health. I know when to like take a break and I know when to have me time. And I know like, you know, I've gotten to places where I'm like so stressed out, but you can't control what's meant to be. That's another thing I really had to learn. You can't control what's meant to be. You can try, you can prepare for the opportunity. Preparation meets opportunity. That's what I really feel like I go by, but you can't control what the outcome is. Mm -hmm. The outcome of, of this hopefully brand new world that we are entering into again is that we will get to go to live shows because that is what I am missing so much I mean are you just absolutely and utterly I guess you know just thirsty to get out there and 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 just really travel the world because when I think of songs like you know King Queens and 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 things like that I just want to see them in an arena I just want to feel that it's ridiculous it's just can we just get to normal life already that um ava thank you so much for having a chat with us very much appreciated congratulations like i said the streams have been absolutely off the charts but it's completely and utterly down to giving people music i think in the last year that they needed which was music to make them dance and music to make them happy even if there's a little bit of a cry in there too so congratulations thank you you're so sweet thank you hope to see you in person soon yes definitely thank you so much I love the way it's working with music at the moment where someone releases an album in November and there's a brand new single like five months later, especially someone like Ava who just releases bop after bop after bop. Uh, anyway, let's talk about the brand new film series on Netflix. One is being released every single week. It's called Fear Street. It's based off books by Orel Stein, who of course you'll know from the Goosebumps world. And the cast is incredible absolutely incredible. Sadie Sink is one of the main players in it as well. You'll know, of course, from Stranger Things, if you're a massive fan of that. Uh, She talked to us all about Stranger Things and also how it changed her life. And Fear Street, making horror, whether she loves it or not. Uh, It tells the story of uh, a girl who sees a witch and starts to get haunted by all the creatures and people that that witch has haunted in the years since she started her curse. How can they break the curse? Well, you just have to watch all the three films that come out over the course of these three weeks. But I can tell you this, they are great fun, really good horror, and just an absolute roller coaster ride all throughout. So do check it out. It's called Fear Street. And here's our chats with Sadie Sink. Thank you so much for having a chat with us, Sadie. Very much appreciated. And congratulations on this. Um, I mean, two stories that you're part of here. What was it like to film um, two completely different, um, completely different stories? Yeah. So, I mean, we started out, actually, we did the 1600s movies before we did the the 70s one. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of like a shock, just just headed into that <laughs> village that they had built from the ground up um, and, you know, dressed in, in, in those amazing costumes. That was super fun. And then kind of immediately after that transitioning into the, you know, bright, fun, happy world of, of the 70s and at, at Camp Nightwing. So two very different worlds, but both really, really fun and challenging in their own ways. And I'd say with sets like that and, and you know, costumes and, and everything else in between, it just gets so immersive and it probably gets quite easy to get into character yeah, and yeah. just feel like the world is breathing around you. Mm-hmm. Especially for the 1600s movie, the village that they built was just very 
remote. So at oftentimes when you were looking away from the cameras, you would kind of get lost and it was like you you traveled back in time because it just it was so convincing. Yeah. Um, were you a fan of, of, of Fear Street and, and Goosebumps and, and things like that? Were, was it something growing up that you would have? No, I mean, I they I never read them growing up. None of my mm. siblings ever read them or, or anything. Um, so, yeah, I had I never really um, I had obviously like heard of the of the books. And when this was presented to me, um, I just kind of, you know, took it as its own thing and then later yeah. started like drawing in the inspiration from the books. But yeah, no, it didn't. It wasn't something that I ever grew up with. Um, when it comes to things like horror, is it something that um, you obviously enjoy acting in? Um, but is it something that you would love as well to watch? I mean, horror is one of those things that, uh, you know, throws some people off completely, but then for others, they just absolutely adore. And I am one of those people. So Aww. I absolutely love this. Um, for you, yeah, what, where do you kind of lie in that camp? I, you know, I don't, I have nothing against horror movies. Like I like, <laughs> when I watch horror movies, I do like it and I have a good time. But when I'm choosing what I want to watch, it's usually not horror. But <laughs> when I'm choosing what I want to act in, apparently I really like doing horror movies. But they are, they're really fun to film. I think it's like really cool, you know, doing scenes where you're covered in blood and, and mm. it's like late at night um, and just like really throwing yourself into into a role is it's it's been really fun and of course it's something like this where you know you're working on various films within the same project uh, i'm sure just with the crew but also the cast you just become an absolute family by the end of it yeah is that what happened um with you guys because it just seemed like everybody was having so much fun it was genuinely it was one of the most fun sets i've ever been on um just because you know everyone was just had such a good attitude and everyone was so happy to be there and obviously we were putting in a lot of hard work and long hours um but everyone you know was really happy to be there i met my best friend on this set kiara <gasps> Sheila, best friend yeah and so it's just yeah it's really amazing to have that experience and have made this that is amazing so yeah. you're, you're gonna have this forever in that sense Every, as yeah well. oh yeah i'm gonna remember it forever <laughs> do you remember when we met <laughs> um you remember what was happening yeah it was in the 1600s yeah. wasn't it i think that's what happened yeah um obviously uh, like i said it's uh, incredibly um easy to get immersed in, in in characters like this when you are surrounded by these but you're used to that now at this stage when it comes mm -hmm. to you know big productions how much did the stranger thing, things change your life um in in so many ways I mean, I, I kind of knew immediately when I got the first phone call that, that they had cast me, that things were just going to be so different from then on out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, and I, and I was right. Things have taken a really exciting, interesting turn in my life. Um, but I'm grateful for every step of the process. And yeah, I mean, it's just, I'm just blessed beyond belief, really. Because when things like that happen, obviously it breeds new opportunities for new, you know, projects, new, all that, which totally. is amazing. But at the same time, like it does, it changes your life in, in a second. Um, is it, do you have to kind of catch your neck and, and almost kind of be like, whoa, what is happening? Am I on a roller coaster? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's really, it's kind of, you get a little bit wrapped up to, wrapped up in it and it becomes like just so normal, especially when, when we're filming, um, you know, you, you're spending all, all your time on set in the same outfits and it just kind of gets a little repetitive, but it's still so fun and you're working really hard. And then it's not until like someone shows you playback or something, yeah. or, or you see like a little teaser of the show when you realize like, oh yeah, this is what we're making. And like, what, what an here. honor. Wow. 
the same thing with Fear Street as well. Uh, an absolute triumph. So congratulations. I've absolutely loved everything that you're in. So long may it continue. And uh, let's let the roller coaster keep rising up. So thank yeah, you so much. Thank you so much. Stephen Byrne on 2FM. Go! 2FM. <laughs>